Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show. I'm your host, Kenae Corner, National Certified Counselor and the world's number one clinical hypnotherapist specializing in stress management for healthcare professionals who want to turn a life of stress into a life of meaning and help their patients do the same. Tune in each week. I'll show you how to respond to yourself first. So, are you ready to let go of your stress? Well, let's get into today's show. Welcome to this edition of Money and Meaning Podcast. What's happening? What is up? It is about six weeks into the year and boy, (laughs) has things happened already. Yeah, it's been interesting. And those of you who know me really well know that that word interesting is usually loaded when I say it, but it's been an interesting beginning to the year, not just in my life, but in the world. There's things happening outside of the world, like far out in the world. And then there's things happening kind of like right in my backyard. Then there are things happening inside of me. Now, the only really real thing that's important is what's happening inside of me. And the reason is because it's the only thing I really, truly have control over. So no matter what's happening in the world, I really have to dig deep to control the controllable. And that thing I control is my thoughts, my emotions, and my actions. And this episode is loosely about that. I am attempting in this episode to give you two questions you can ask yourself to improve your business and your life. Yes, the same two questions are going to improve those two areas of your life. You can answer it once and change both your business and your life, believe it or not. Hopefully you believe me because I've been doing this work a long time and I've seen these two questions do wonders in people's lives. And the reason why is because you can always come back to them. You can write down the answers and you can look at it and say, oh, am I on the on my path to prosperity? And you know it by these two questions. And then you also know it because it's a, it's a mirror that you can hold up to yourself to, to make sure you are living up to your standards, your values, your standards, your values, your morals. Yeah, all of that, like all of your convictions, all of the things that are important to you, the things that really add up to who you are. So forget about the resume and the stuff that's on it. Forget about the accomplishments, you know, forget about the insecurities. Who are you? Like, who are you? And when I say, who are you? This is the question I really want you to answer in order to get there. And I'm going to go ahead and give you the first question. We're going to work through it a little bit. And then I'm going to give you the second question. Again, as always, these are like little mini therapy sessions. So see them that way. Now, sometimes I'm going to actually have someone here that'll be willing to do their therapy session live. I haven't found that person yet or those people yet. People are still a little bit private when it comes to this. And I totally understand. And I have 100% confidentiality. We don't, outside of presidential, you know, you inside our team, we have certain discussions about each patient so that we can give them the best care. But outside of that, what you say to me does not go outside of of our team. 
and not even every member of our team has access to patient information. I say that because sometimes our patients know each other and I don't want you to feel like you can't become part of our group because you don't want anybody else to know your business because they won't. Even husband and wives, I work with separately, not as a couple. I will work with them separately and still they're not going to know. In fact, I had a big incident early in my career because I did not tell the other person the other person's information and the person thought that I should have, which is ridiculous to me that they think that that information should come from me. It's like, absolutely not. It should not. It should come from that person. They should tell you and you guys should be having conversations. My job here is to help you find the words to have those conversations with the people in your life, not for me to go and tell them your information. So I didn't tell the other person, the first person's information. And and because of it, I lost that patient. And that was okay with me. I rather lose a patient because I am sticking to my values, my standards, my morals, my convictions, than lose a patient because I didn't stick to my values, my standards, my morals, my conviction. That would have hurt. That would have broken my heart. But I was able to stand my ground. And do you know that less than a year, probably about six months later, the person came back to me and said, I know why you did what you did. You made a big difference in our lives. I have to give you that. Like you are an angel to us. And I do want to say that. I want you to know that I made that decision in that moment. But I do want you to know that you made a big difference in our lives. And we've gone on to to stay connected. And, and the person didn't come back as a patient, but they did say, I want you to know they did come back and just, you know, and just have a conversation. And now we are connected. We respect each other immensely. And if I saw the person on the street, we would give each other a hug. Like we really did resolve it. But it would have been harder to resolve if I had gone outside because then I would have had a problem with the other person, right? Not the person that I held the information from. I would have had the person whose information I told. That would have been where the problem would have lied. And that would have been the relationship I would have lost. And I would not have been able to have a, a, a connection with them anymore because I violated their trust. And that was just not an option for me. I learned that early in my career. I don't know if if any of you know that I was in the hair business. I am still at the, to this day a licensed barber. And before I was a barber, I was an assistant. And I learned that lesson working as an assistant in a salon. And the lady who owned the salon, she told me that information. And then I didn't really heed to it. Like I kind of heeded to it, but then I kind of different. I didn't. And I was talking about one of my clients. Didn't even use the client's name. Yeah. Let me tell you this story. Okay. So I am working on a client and because the client before earlier that day's story was so good, I felt like I just had to tell it. Right. So I was like sitting, standing and, and doing my work and the client is sitting in my chair talking and I'm telling the story and I'm telling this person's story. And I'm like, oh my gosh, let me tell you how fantastic the story is. 
And it was a really fantastic story. Like the man, the man, he used to be doing illegal work. He took his illegal money and created a legal business out of it, made millions of dollars. He and his wife together as this like power couple. And then all of a sudden, the wife got hooked on drugs, like strung out on drugs. And she would like even take the children with her to get the drugs and get high with the children with her. And so this was like this crazy, crazy story of these two like high powered people who somehow the wife gets into like this lowly, like drug house kind of lifestyle. And that was like a a microcosm of his old life that he used to live. And oh my gosh, that it went full circle like that for him. And then he had to divorce the wife because she was taking the kids into these crazy situations. And so he was getting the kids taken from her and they were divorcing and it was just a wild story. So I just told it to the next client. I didn't use any names, but the story was so fantastic that it didn't matter. Okay. So I told you that they were getting a divorce, right? How about the person sitting in my chair was the attorney for the wife. Can you believe this? I know you cannot make this stuff up. So my, so the client sitting in my chair is listening and listening, listening. I get to the end of the story. So I get to the end of the story and the lady says, the, the attorneys, I get to the end of the story and the attorney says to me, Hmm. Now we're going to change the names. Huh. Is your client Jeffrey Miller? Huh? She's like, I'm representing. Oh gosh, I can't tell the story right. Okay. So I get to the end of the story. So I get to the end of the story. And the attorney says, is your client Jeffrey Miller. Now, of course, that's not the actual name. I'm changing the names. And I'm like speechless. I'm like, huh? Is your client Jeffrey Miller? I'm like, um, at this point, I don't know what to say. Yes or no. or Because now I really am breaching, you know, and telling this person's story. And I'm like, but I have to say it. And I'm like, yeah. And so... The attorney in the chair says, yeah, I'm representing the wife. And I was like, oh, my God, this is what Leona was talking about. That was the, the owner of the salon. She's, I'm like, this is what Leona was talking about. This is why Leona said, don't tell anybody's story. Like, don't talk about other clients in your chair because it can come back to you. And that before I was even a therapist, I learned confidentiality. As a financial advisor, I stuck to confidentiality. And now as a therapist, as even a hypnotherapist, and as a hypnotherapist, we don't really have that fiduciary duty like I did as a a financial advisor or like a, a therapist. But the doctors I work with, they do take that oath as well. And so this confidentiality, I take it so very seriously. And I know you're wondering, what does this have to do with the question I need to ask myself? I'm going to tell you in a second. But I tell you that because that is a value of mine 
to stick to that confidentiality. So this came up because I wanted you to know that whether it is here on the podcast, whether it is in my office, and no matter what, even if it's when we're talking in a group. Now, I can't control the other people in the group, but you won't hear your story won't get out because of me. And the reason is because that is how I want to be described when I leave the room or when I leave this world or period. Like I want people to say, you can tell Kanae something and it will not get out. So this brings me to the question that you need to ask. And that question is, how do I want to show up in the world? Ask it. Ask yourself. How do I want to show up in the world? And then answer it. Now, you might be saying, how do I want to show up in the world? I know that question is kind of metaphysical. That's that metaphysical therapeutic talk. Another way you can ask it is, how do you want to be described when you leave the room? Or leave the earth, right? Or just, how do you want to be described? Now, some people are going to say, well, I don't care how people describe me. No, you don't have to care, but it's still happening, okay? So how do you want to show up in the world? What reputation do you want to have? What name do you want to make for yourself? Now, I'm going to break this question down over a series of episodes because the name that you want to make for yourself, it takes time. It's multi-layered. It's comprehensive. And it's not just one wave your magic wand, one and done, see me this way. I'm going to tell you a few stories that will help you see that how important the answer to this question is. How do you want to show up in the world? Because you're showing up in the world. People are talking to, to about you. So what are they saying about you? For me, I definitely want people to say that I am a like a trustworthy. I definitely want people to say that I am a trustworthy person, that they can trust me. That is very important to me. Kanae is not going to lie to you. She's going to tell you the truth. Kanae is not going to lie for you. So don't tell her your lie. Don't ask her to lie for you. Kanae is also not going to tell your story. She's going to hold your information unless you say, tell my story. So anytime you hear me tell a story, it's because I have her permission. I've asked the person if I can. But my trustworthiness is paramount, super important to me. It's a big part of how I show up in the world. Another way that I show up in the world is variety. I can tell you, my life is not the same. Like, sure, you know that I will be in session on Tuesday and Thursday, usually. But that's just right now. I'm going to change that. In fact, that's by the time you hear this episode, that's probably already different. Why? Because we changed our business model. Now, we had to keep some things the same so that that transition would be smooth for people who are already in our older program. But I like variety. I like change. You've probably heard me say that before. I am not one of those people that is adverse to change. Ah, thrive on change. So variety, they say variety is the spice of life. They say variety is the spice of life. I agree. It makes your life so yummy. Mm -hmm. 
delicious. And I love it. So those are just two of the ways that I like to show up. There are three or four things that no matter freaking what, I want everybody to say to me or about me. I want everybody to say them about me. Trustworthiness is absolute number one. They need to know though, like if you're going to be my friend, if you're going to be close to me, you need, if you're going to be even my patient, you need to know that variety comes with being with me. Like there'll be some changes. These will not stay the same. I'm fluid, ever changing. I'm in the flow, kind of like blowing in the wind. And as grounded as I am, I am very grounded, but there's still something very fluid about me. The third thing that I want people to say about me is that they felt better after they were with me. Yes. So those are my like musts and absolutes. That is how I want to show up. What are yours? What do you want people to say about you? How do you want to show up in the world? Because this is going to be a very important part of the way you structure your business. Remember I said I like variety in my life? Well, my business is ever-changing. And people who are with me, they need to be able to go with the flow. But they need to know that early. And they can say that about me in in disappointment. Like, oh, Kanae loves variety. She's always changing. It gets on my nerves. I don't mind if they say that. But at least they're saying something that's truly who I am. And that's how I want to show up. It'd be different if they're like, oh, Kanae is so rigid and stays the same and she never changes. And I'm like, wait, what did I what did I do wrong? So that's not me. That's not how I want to show up. Uh, somehow I'm not representing myself properly. The Beatles said, money can't buy me love. But guess what? We are all using money to get love. It's true. I'll tell you why I know. I've learned in my almost 20 years of working in the financial and mental health industries that money and love go together, whether we want it to or not. All of our actions are based on doing what we think will get us the maximum amount of love. Now, later in life, we begin to use money to get that love. From the time we are children, we set in motion a plan to get our parents' love, then our friends' love, next our partner's love, and so on and so on and so on. So you see, around age 14, we make a final decision on how we will handle money. And it just so happens that at that same time, we are making a decision on how we'll handle love. You might decide to be a saver. You might decide to be a spender. You may even decide to be a hero or an enthusiast. Wondering what those two are? Take the money mentality quiz. It will reveal how you use money to get love. You don't have to believe me. See it for yourself. Take the money mentality quiz. Go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash quiz and see for yourself. It's free and it only takes like two minutes. The great thing is, you'll walk away not only knowing your money mentality or money personality, but you'll also know your money strengths and challenges so you can do something about them. So go ahead, take the quiz, but don't stop there. 
at the end, remember, give me your email address, your best email address, so I can give you some guidance to get enough love and money in your life to make it full of meaning. Go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash quiz. The link is in the show notes. Now, let's get back to today's show. Despite the variety, despite the change, there is one thing that I noticed lately that's happening and why we had to make some changes was because we were lacking some quality. Like we have an operations department to make sure that even though I do a lot of variety and I do a lot of moving, we have a lot of moving parts, you know, our program is pretty comprehensive. All of that stuff makes me makes it easy for us to get unorganized and and lose some quality. So our operations department is there to make sure that that quality happens. And when it's not happening, then we have to do what we call a presidential pause, which we do periodically take that presidential pause and clean up. And we recently, well, we kind of at the end of a presidential pause about to come out of it. But I took that presidential pause. I, I stopped taking new patients. I'm not taking any new patients at the time of this recording and probably still while you're listening to this, um, but I'm not taking any new patients. In fact, I am gradually taking the ones that are on my books off because we're doing a whole new program. And it is it is more business life. Like we have a life development part of the business and we have a practice management part of the business. And because of that, we have to take a certain type of patient, one that is an entrepreneur, one is that is a healthcare entrepreneur, and one that is mission-driven. So what that means is we're not working with people who just want to make money. That's it. I just want to make money. That's not our patient. We're looking for the person who is having some trouble juggling that delicate mix between making a difference and making money. Because you can make money while you make a difference. Now, if somebody just wants to make money, they're not going to be happy here. Because they're like, why do you keep talking about the meaning of meaning and, and making a difference? And nobody cares about that. Well, there are people who care about that. I was on Clubhouse a couple of weeks ago. And um, and, and I asked the question. And the person answered it with, with quite disdain. And they were like, you know, forget that. Like, love what you do. And whoever said that was broke. And oh, money, money, money. And there's all this conversation about money. And I knew where that person was in their life. And it's not where I am and where the people I work with are. And I know that he will get there, though. I absolutely know because it happens to everyone. Anybody who's chasing money eventually gets to a point, even if it's not until they're on their deathbed, where they say, oh, gosh what was the meaning of life? What did I do with my life? And they start to look back over and they want to leave a legacy. And that legacy has to be more than money. So that little paper is going to go away. It's going to change values. It's not going to mean anything. And it won't mean the same thing to the people you're leaving behind. You work that hard to get all that money and they're not even going to value it. So I know this because I've been doing this work long enough, but he doesn't know that because right now he's in that money, money, money. And I've had money and I've not had money. There are times But I can tell you when I didn't have money, I was in that money, money, money. And then once I got it, I went back to meaning. And now I'm like, okay, what is that number for me? And I figured that out for me. What is that number where I have meaning and money? 
Now I can always get more meaning and more money and, and go past that number, but I at least need to get that to that number on both sides. I need to get to the right amount of meaning and the right amount of money. And there's a formula for that. And when I answer the question, how do I want to show up in the world? It helps me to get there to my formula because I absolutely have to make a difference. That's why I said that when people, when I leave people, they need to say they feel better than they did when I was there. Now, sometimes that doesn't happen instantly. Sometimes it's something I said, I, I left a seed and then that seed finally blooms and they're like, oh, that's what she meant. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. But that's just who I am. That's that's how I show up in the world. And when I'm showing up in the world fully myself, that's what happens. But sometimes stress gets in the way. And if I'm stressed and overwhelmed, then, like I said, I lose quality. And then I'm not pouring into the people that I want to pour into as much. I'm like giving them ounces instead of gallons. Or sometimes I give more than even gallons. I'm just like pour, 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 pour into them. It's just like flowing out like a faucet. And I just feel like it, when I, I notice when that's not happening, like if I get too stressed and get too overwhelmed or get burned out, then I lose that quality and I'm not pouring into them as much. And, and sometimes a variety can do that too. So I have to watch the variety. I have to be, be aware of the variety and make sure it's not doing that. The trustworthiness, that doesn't really waver course, as you know, as a therapist, there are some limits to confidentiality. And it's like, if you tell me you're going to kill yourself or you're going to kill somebody, then absolutely I have to report that. But the trustworthiness, that is always there. No matter what, if I'm sitting next to somebody on an airplane, I want them to know that their story is between those seats. Like that's where we, we leave that story right there. We do not take that story into the world and I go tell it unless they say, please share my story with somebody else who this might help then I will do that. But I need everyone who talks to me to know that I respect their privacy. Now, I'm a bit of an open book. You can you can kind of tell my stories sometimes, unless I'm talking to my best friend and she knows that's between me and her. Unless I'm talking to my man, he knows that's between me and him. Now, he may talk to my daughter about something. He may talk to his daughter about something about me, you know, like tell my story because it might help her. And he knows I'm okay with that. But other than those things, I pretty much am an open book. There's a lot that I will tell you on this podcast. There's a lot that I would tell you if you and I were sitting together on a plane, if I thought it would help you. Now, I'm not going to just random. I'm not one of those people who just like randomly tells you their whole life story. No, no, no. Not, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying if I thought for one minute, me being vulnerable and going a little deep with you and being open would help you, then I'm absolutely doing it. Why? Because of the third thing I said, I want you to feel better when you leave me. And so if it means that I share a little bit more than I normally would, I'm doing it because your healing is, is important to me, more important than my secret. And I try not to do anything that I wouldn't want the world to know. Most of the time I live my life like, what if, what if this get this got out to the world? What if this got out to the world? I want to be proud of it. So I try not to do anything that I wouldn't be proud of. So that is the first question that I want you to ask yourself. How do you want to show up in the world? This is your session. So write that down. Answer that. That's your field work. Write it down. Take some time to write that down. I am very clear on this because I've been asking that question for a long time. 
it may take you some time to get the answer. So don't try to get where I am. Remember, this is years of work that I've been doing. So I'm fluid with it. You will get there in time. Know what is important to you. And take your time. And when you do that, then you go to this question. Now, this is the question that is really going to take you some time. Now, you might need some help. You might need some guidance. You might want to get into counseling or therapy or coaching or even get in a group. Like some of this, you can do this by yourself, but there is a way to do it faster. And sometimes that is one-on-one or group or getting, being part of a, like a boot camp or something like that. All I'm saying is this next question is multi-layered, it's deep, and it, it takes time to unpack it. So here you go. Once you ask yourself, how do I want to show up in the world? Then you ask yourself, what would it take? So I said, I want to show up trustworthy, right? I want to show up. I like variety in my life. I want to show up with variety. I want to show up making people feel better. So what would it take? For me to help people feel better, what would it take? What would it take for me to get, have a good life, like, you know, to get wealthy, making people feel better? What would it take for me to get wealthy, being trustworthy, not just selling anything? What would it take for me to get wealthy, having variety in my life? What would it take? Yeah, those are the questions that I had to ask myself and and answer for myself. That's why I have a virtual business so I can have that variety in my life. As a therapist, that's why I am so so very conscious about I don't put out a lot of testimonials. I tell sometimes I'll tell a story of somebody said I could, but I could probably sell more if I tell talk about my patients more. But I don't want to do that because I'm trustworthy. I don't want anybody to listen to me on a podcast or in a masterclass and be like, oh, shoot, if she told that person's story, she'd tell my story. Well, only if you said I could. But I don't want you to think that your story is, is the world's story once you get it to me. But that's why I started a company where I can help people feel better. Every single person I work with, when they finish working with me, even if it's just in one session at the end of that session, even if it's just that path to prosperity breakthrough session where they just figure out if if presidential is the right place for them, if I am the right guy for them, and I figure out if they qualify to be to work with me. I don't work with just anybody. I get to choose. I like variety, but I also like autonomy. Like I get to choose. Autonomy is part of my idea of prosperity. So I don't work with everybody. Yeah, you do have to have a certain amount of money to work with me because we have a premium service, but I can I can decide if I want to waive that fee or give some sort of scholarship. And if I really, really want to work with somebody because I love their story and I know that they're ready and I know they're going to make a breakthrough. And people will tell you this. Yes, Kene has helped me out. She has gone over and beyond. She has stayed in touch with me so because she saw something in me. And I'm like, I know you don't have all of the money that it takes to get in here, but what can we do to get you here? What would it take for you to get in here? Because I know I see your heart. I see your drive. I know you're ready. And I want to pour into you. So sometimes I do want to pour into somebody, even if they don't have the full payment and I make it happen because I know they're going to make it happen. I know they're going to show up on every call. I know they're going to do their field work. 
I know that they're going to tell the story on the other side when they heal. I know that they're going to be so incredibly grateful for the work that we've done together. And I know that they're going to continue to heal even after the work they do with me. So that's why I would do it. But I get to choose. So those are the questions. I'm going to wrap this up. Lots to think about. Lots to think about. How do I want to show up in the world? And what would it take? Yeah. So that's your field work. Answer those two questions. If you want to reach out, you can always email us at VIP at presidentiallifestyle.com. But I suggest go to our website. The link is in the show notes. And when you go to our website, you're going to see some choices. You can take the money mentality quiz. You can take the meaning. You can take the embracing wealth masterclass. Or you can jump in and grab the podcast listener bundle. Now, the first two are free. The, the third one does have a cost associated with it. So don't stop. Keep going. That's why you're listening to this podcast. So you can get the next step and the next step and the next step and the next step. So that was your session for today. I'll see you next week. Next week's episode is, is pretty powerful. I'm going to break down wealth in all of its forms. I want you to see it, all of it. And even though in the beginning, we're going to talk a lot about money, like in the money mentality quiz and the embracing wealth masterclass. And even in the prosperity club, we're still talking about money all the way through that money, 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 mission, money, 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 embracing wealth, all of that. But then as you do one-on-one with me, as you get more intimate, more access to me, we're going to go through all the prosperity pillars. And that's what I'm going to talk about next week, the prosperity pillars and what each one is, what it's made up of, because all of it is wealth. It's just wealth in different forms. All right. So I will see you sooner. So glad we had this time together. I'll see you at your next session. All right. Be on time. Talk to you sooner. This episode is brought to you by Presidential Lifestyles Embracing Wealth Masterclass. Are you juggling making a difference and making money? I've seen so many mission-driven healthcare professionals burn out because they can't seem to find the formula between making a difference and making money. I've found that formula and I'd like to share it with you. And as a mission-driven healthcare professional myself, I felt that burnout and guilt. And that's why I created Embracing Wealth Masterclass. It's the guide to true wealth without burnout or guilt. I know, imagine falling in love with your life's work. How would that feel? In this masterclass, I'll share with you my three-step formula for breaking through the blocks that keep you from getting to your next level financially. When you join the masterclass, you'll also get a sample financial hypnotherapy session and I'll answer any questions you have. At the end, I usually do a live coaching session with one lucky attendee. Could be you. All of this is free. So go ahead, register now for our free Embracing Wealth Masterclass. Click the link in the show notes or go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash masterclass and I'll see you sooner. Thanks for listening all the way to the end, my Prosperity Pro. 
to stay connected with you. Here are four ways. Pick the one that works best for you if you want to stay connected with me. One, if you have any questions, I'd love to answer them. Send them to podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. I'd love it if you would make a one or two minute audio message and attach it to an email. That'd be the easiest way for me to get it. Ask me anything about creating a life of meaning over money and I'll get you an answer. Remember the email address is podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. Two, subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends because you guys might want to have a discussion about it, especially if they're a CEO who wants to shift from the old American dream to a life of meaning. Three, we try not to have any sponsors on this show unless they are truly in line with our values. I mean, really a good fit. So that means we fund this podcast ourselves. I'd like you to take a look at our resource page to see if there's any products or services that we recommend that are right for you. If not, no worries, maybe later. If so, please use our affiliate link to purchase. Thank you in advance for doing that. You are such an amazing person. Okay, four and last. If you want to know what's happening over here at Presidential Lifestyle, and you want us to email you the update, then go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. And you'll see the current updated blog for the week, but you'll also see a link to subscribe to that blog. We can email it to you if you like. That's presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. Don't worry, you don't have to remember that link or any links. They're all in the show notes. Oh, and I forgot to say, if you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and leave us a review and tell us how much you're enjoying it. And now for the legalese. This podcast is not to replace professional counsel. The best advice is from a professional who knows you and your specific situation. The topics discussed in this podcast are general in nature and for informational or entertainment purposes only. We encourage you to meet with a professional that you can discuss your specific situation with. Whether you choose us or someone else, one-on-one counsel is important, whether it's a financial, therapeutic, legal, or other decision. So that's all for now. I'll see you next episode. And remember, you can have wealth in all of its forms. Believe it, and you'll soon see it.